a man only treats his dream girl right most guys are providers they just don't know it yet until they meet their dream girl always gonna go above and beyond for his dream girl their dream girl dream girl hacks my dream girl you're simply not his dream girl what is a dream girl if you've been seeing dream girl content on social media and it's starting to make you feel bad about yourself and your relationships don't Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host, Elle, and let's get into it. Today's episode is about how to become your own dream girl. But first, let's talk about the dream girl narrative that we have been seeing on social media. The concept of the dream girl has been met with a lot of criticism, and I get why a lot of women feel hurt by this type of content and making them doubt their own relationships can be a very unhealthy concept to embrace if you do not understand the nuance of the concept of a dream girl. So let me tell you what the dream girl concept is to the spoiled girly support group. To be a dream girl in a relationship, it doesn't mean that you contort yourself, you mold yourself to become this specific man's dream girl. On the contrary, it's about developing your own dream girl. You become her and then you go out in a dating market and you find the man for whom you are his dream girl. Do you get it now? It's not that you're going to find a man in the dating market who is lukewarm on you and then he's gonna tell you this is my dream girl. You have to fit what my dream girl is. My dream girl has this size body but you're this size so you need to be this size. My dream girl has blonde hair. You're a brunette. You need to bleach your hair. That's not what this is. Being his dream girl is about being your own dream girl and you chose him because he feels it in his heart that you are the best partner he could have ever gotten in the dating market. This is about making sure that this man cherishes you and adores you and makes this a stable relationship long term. That's what the dream girl narrative is to the spoiled girly support group. I get that a lot of other content creators may not have been putting forth this message. The thing is, whenever you come across a concept, instead of listening with your triggers, you need to listen with your ears. If the content serves you a purpose, then you take it, you learn from it, you incorporate it into your life. But if it doesn't work, then yeah, you leave it behind. But I think a lot of us listen with our triggers and not our ears. And thus we are missing out on a lot of information that could really help us out. So let me say it again. Being a man's dream girl is not about contorting, molding yourself to fit a specific man's criteria of what a dream girl is. It is about developing your own dream girl, your own idea of what a dream girl is, embodying her, becoming her, and then choosing a man for whom you are his dream girl. That's the nuance. For the no nuance Nellies in the back of the class, I hope you learned something. And for my recovering Pikmishas, I know you're new. I will be gentle with you. So the reason why I wanted to talk about the dream girl and becoming your own dream girl is I think a lot of women are turned off whenever we we start talking about the dream girl narrative and how embracing the dream girl narrative will help you in your romantic relationships. And honestly, the dream girl narrative also works for business, career, and friendships. We'll touch on that later. The value investment curve, it's a normal distribution curve where in the middle, at the top, at the apex, 
that's your sweet spot. And on either side of the distribution curve, there's your too little and too much investment, where if you fall in those ends of the distribution curve, we get problems. So you want to be here in the middle. It's basically the idea that people's investment in you need to be in the sweet spot as detailed here in the middle. It cannot be too high or too low. It has to be in the sweet spot. So when you are someone's dream girl, you are in the sweet spot. He's not settling for you because it's too little of an investment for him. Like he didn't have to work for you. All he did was exist and you were like a pick me, like pick me, pick me, pick me. And you were available. You were there at the right time at the right place and he settled for you. You're going to be here. He doesn't value you as much. But when you're his dream girl, you are here. You're here in the sweet spot. And then when you're too much for him, you're way out of his league. That's also a problem. We'll cover it in another episode. When you are not his dream girl, his investment in you is too little. He knows that he can replace you like that. One of the things I admire about men is that they will never hide if they are dissatisfied with something. They won't hide it. They will tell you. If you are not a man's dream woman, don't worry. He will let you know. It comes in the form of low effort in terms of dates, treatment. He will foist all the household labor, childcare onto you. He will make you feel as if he is doing you a service by being with you instead of him feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky I have her. And in a healthy relationship, you're both going to feel like that, right? You're both going to feel like I'm so lucky to have this person in my life. That's what happens in a healthy relationship. But when you are in this side of the curve for him, he will not make you feel like that. He will disrespect you and he will just show you that he doesn't care for you. Okay, which is the truth. And like I said, one thing I admire about men is that they are so transparent about their needs. You don't have to worry about, oh, what does he want? I'm not sure. No, if he's not sure, that's his way of telling you he doesn't want you. Men are so transparent and we need to start listening to them and we need to start trusting them whenever they tell us things about themselves. When you are his dream girl, you are in the sweet spot. He is happy with the level of provision, care, and attention that he is giving you because you're here. How he perceives you and the way that he knows he can treat you, they align. It also works for business. So when you have a product, you want to price it here in the sweet spot of your target audience. Because here, it's neither too cheap nor too expensive for the people who are your target audience for your product, service, whatever. But if it's too cheap, they don't value it as much. If it's too expensive, they buy it anyway. You're going to get refunds. You're going to get just like all sorts of problems. So when you are in either end of the spectrum, not the place to be. You want to be here. I'm telling you, this is the spoiled girly support group. We are giving out the secret secrets here. And this is super logical. Like, I don't get why people refuse to understand this. It works for everything. Everything is a market, the dating market, the friendship market, the stock market. Can we be for real? Here's the value investment curve. It applies to many areas of life. And once you start implementing it into your life, life just gets so much easier. Now that we have that out of the way, I love decentering men. That may be counterintuitive, but once you start decentering men, you center your own desires. And those desires include the cooperation of men. Do you get it now? Another nuanced topic. And I know that will just 
go over a lot of no nuance Nellies, but you know what? Not my problem. Let me repeat that. When you decenter men, you center your own desires. And sometimes those desires include the cooperation of men. So as a market-driven girly, you will take into account the things you need to do to get what you want in life. So whenever we talk about becoming your own dream girl, this is really all for you. So you can get the results that you want for you. That's what being a dream girl is in the context of the Spoiled Girly Support Group. Outside of the context of dating, here's how to become your own dream girl. Number one, change the reality to change the mindset. This is one of my most favorite sayings because it's so true. And I've done this to myself because I'm a stubborn girly, okay? And a lot of the spoiled girlies here, you're stubborn. You want to learn the hard way. You want to get firsthand experience. You want to gather data. You want to optimize. Like that's your vibe. The thing is, if you're a stubborn girly, you need to change the reality before you change your mindset. No manifesting affirmations in front of the mirror will change your mindset. Like you really need to change the reality. So here's what you're going to do. If you don't feel like you are your own dream girl, become your own dream girl anyway. If you don't feel like you love yourself right now, love yourself anyway. And show that love by taking care of yourself as you would another person that you love. When you take care of your body, you eat well and in moderation. You move often and in moderation. You sleep well. You hydrate. You make your life as stress-free as possible. If you want to start loving yourself, just do the things that someone who loves herself would do. Another example is if you don't feel like you're the type of person to do X, Y, and Z. For example, I'm not the type of person to wake up early and take a walk. I'm not the type of person who lives an active lifestyle. It's just never going to happen for me. But if your own concept of a dream girl is active, bestie, just be active. It doesn't matter if you believe like you're the type of person to do that, just do it, okay? A lot of people get stuck in the planning, the doubting phase. That's the worst thing that you can do. You learn something, obviously you practice that with discernment. So that's step one, change the reality to change the mindset. Step two is curate your circles. This was very difficult for me because I lived a life being a people pleaser. If you're a sentimental girly, I get it. Like you don't let go of people because you have so many memories together. You have a lot of core memories together and that's very hard. And one thing I can tell you is that not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever. People come into our lives at certain times and they have a purpose for the time that they are with us. It feels kind of icky thinking about about it like that, like, oh, people serve you a purpose for that time that they're in your life. But when you think about it, it helps you to let go of non-aligned people. And sometimes you kind of veer off and then you come back again and you veer off and you come back again. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly normal. But you need to recognize that your attention, your time, energy, resources is finite. The more you let people who are not aligned with you are no longer aligned with you, 
occupy your friendship slots, the more you block the people who are aligned with you. You need to put out this energy that you're ready. Whenever you feel like people are no longer aligned with you, you need to let them go. You do not owe anyone friendship, especially if you feel like they are hindering you from goals you want to achieve or deterring you from doing things, thinking things, making new friends, things that will accelerate your life. If they're holding you back from that, they're the op. Y'all are the ops. You can appreciate them for the memories and the purpose they served in your life at that specific point in time and still let them go. You don't need to carry everyone forward with you. I really think that like this is one of the hardest things to do out of all the steps is letting go of the pick me girlfriends, the scarcity mindset girlfriends, the negative girlfriends, the no nuance Nelly girlfriends. Like that's the hardest part because female friendships are so sacred and that's why it's so hard to let them go even though it's become toxic. But I'm telling you bestie, there are more aligned girlfriends waiting for you. You just need to make space for them. Step three is have a Delulu day. The Delulu day is the one day a week in which you do all your Delulu activities that are normal for your dream girl. So you can schedule all your beauty appointments, a Pilates session, a massage, brunch with your girlfriends, like the things that are normal for your dream girl, schedule it in one day. And then when you feel comfortable, when you can afford it, whatever, increase the frequency up until you become her. I've done that and I can't believe it. Like now my dream girl activities are normal and I'm like, what happened? What? So I encourage you to do that, bestie. Have a Delulu day. And then it becomes Delulu days. And then it becomes Delulu weeks. And then before you know it, that's your life. You have a Delulu life. And then it's no longer Delulu. Now it's regular schmegular. And that's perfectly okay. That's what you wanted. Okay, number four, establish boundaries. One of the things that happens when you become your own dream girl is that you become other people's dream girl. Dream girlfriend, dream friend, dream business partner, dream employee. Really, that's why I tell you, center yourself and everyone else will fall in line. Everyone else will want to invest in you. Everyone will want a piece of you. The moment you step into that energy that you are your own dream girl, you teach other people to react to you. When you teach other people that you are worth knowing, you are worth spending time with, everyone will fall in line. When you feel it in your heart that you are worth that, people will fall in line. But it comes with a downside. And that is your boundaries need to be stronger than ever. Now that everyone wants a piece of you, you need to protect your energy. You are not meant to be an equal opportunity friend, an equal opportunity dater. No, you need to be a market-driven friend, a market-driven dater. I know a lot of people will get the ick from that, but if you want to live a life in which you are not miserable, you need to be market-driven. Everyone else, bestie, everyone else is advocating for themselves. Everyone else is moving in their own interests. So why can't you? Why do you have to do charity for everyone else? Why you? You're not put on this earth to suffer for the benefit of others. Anyway, when you become your dream girl, you need to be stronger with your boundaries. You need to enforce 
you need to set, communicate, and enforce your boundaries. And the thing is, people who haggle your boundaries, they're the reason why you have them in the first place. There's ways to communicate your boundaries. So let me give you an example. Whenever you get invited to a place and it's too far for you, my boundary is that I don't drive anywhere that is more than 15 minutes unless it's for like specific circumstances and reasons that would really benefit me. I don't drive more than 15 minutes, okay? That's my boundary. All my girlfriends know that. That's why I don't make girlfriends who live more than 15 minutes away from me. Like my radius is 15 minutes. And I tell that to all the people. And if you still want to be friends with me and you live an hour away, you're going to come to me. Or we'll meet halfway. I will drive 30 minutes, but that's very rare. I don't leave my bubble. That's my boundary. So whenever people invite me to anywhere more than 15 minutes, I tell them I can't go. And that's it. And if they say, well, you know, we can do this, do this. I'll just ignore them. Leave them on red. You already told them. Another boundary is people who cancel on you last minute. I got in trouble for this video when I told people. Well, actually, they didn't get in trouble. It went a little viral. But a lot of people were upset by it because maybe they were the low effort bad birthday friends. So this video was about bad birthday friends. So whenever you have a birthday, it would be a bad birthday because people don't really prioritize you. You give them a dinner invite and they RSV. VP. Yes, they probably didn't even RSVP, but you made this big reservation and people don't show up. They cancel last minute. And so you always end up with bad birthdays because the people that you celebrate their birthdays, you get them a gift, you go to their parties, you do all these things for them, but they don't reciprocate. I count my gifts. I make a tally of people who get me a gift, who send me text messages if they live far. I make a tally in my head of people who remembered my birthday. Because best believe, I have everyone's birthdays on my calendar. If your birthday comes up and you didn't give me anything for my birthday, you're not getting anything. Make it up to me on my birthday and then I'll get you something next time. Or we're just not going to be friends. So whenever you act like you are the dream girl, you are the dream friend, like I said, people will fall in line. You cannot be acting like a dream girl when the people around you don't treat you like a dream girl. And this translates to other relationships too, not just friendships. It translates to your relationships with men, relationships with your family. If people are not treating you like you are their dream girl, then it's super hard to make that connection to let this mindset infiltrate the rest of your life. Create the reality to change your mindset. Get rid of the people who don't think that you are their dream girl, their dream friend, their dream whatever. You need to be so Delulu and it's not even being Delulu doing that. Like you're literally just curating your circles and you curate them by enforcing your boundaries. The less people who do not align, who just want to take advantage of you, the less that those types of people access you, the more you have to give to the people who are worth your time, energy, resources, and presence. Those are the four ways to become your own dream woman. Let's do a recap. Here's the four ways to become your own dream woman. Number one, change the reality to change the mindset. Number two, curate your circles. Number three, have a Delulu day. Number four, establish boundaries. Those are the four steps. And I swear, bestie, it'll change your life. 
I want to close this with talking about toxic self-improvement because it can be toxic. Always wanting to optimize yourself. It's exhausting. I'm tired. So you need to recognize that life has seasons. Sometimes we're in a changing season, a transitional season. We're in a flowering season, a hibernating season. Just go with the flow. The self-improvement fatigue, it's real. I've been through it. And sometimes you just want to exist and that's okay. So if you are in this transitional rebirth season, here's how to become your own dream girl. But if you're not in that season, it's okay. Just vibe. You really need to be in tune with yourself to recognize what you need when. So that's up to you. Use your discernment. Give yourself the grace and remember that you're doing all of this for you. Now get that bag, bestie. 